Hello, and welcome to Concordia Journal Currents. I'm Will Schumacher here at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, and with me today is Dr. David Lump, Professor of Theology and Dean of the College of Arts and Sciences at Concordia University in St. Paul. And today we have David here with us because he's also the author of a new book from the Concordia Seminary Press, First Things First, a primer in Lutheran theological prolegomena. Welcome, David. Thank you, Will. It's a pleasure to be here. It's exciting to have a, a new publication, and we're very glad that you're able to be with us uh, in studio today as we uh, talk a little bit about that. Um, a primer in Lutheran theological prolegomena. Well, that's a mouthful. What's, what's a prolegomenon, and, and why should we care? Well, a, a prolegomena, that's plural, and as, as um, uh, it's used in the book, prolegomenon, singular, uh, deals with the preliminary questions, often to any discipline, really, but in this case, obviously, to theology. What is, the def what is a working definition of theology? What are its tasks? What does it try to do? Uh, what are its uh, sources of authority? What, what methods does it, does it use? Um, what are its particular challenges? Um, and one of the points that this little monograph tries to make is that those questions to be pursued most helpfully shouldn't be separated from the substance of theology itself, which is the exposition of the gospel. So that, that those questions of procedure and definition and all that have to be wed to the question of theological substance and, and, and what's the core matter that you're trying to communicate. Well, that seems pretty significant because that means that the, the definitions and the, and the presuppositions are themselves theological. You bet, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, as it's often been said, one's definition of theology is itself a theological point or a theological assertion. Well, I think many of us would, would think that uh, questions of prolegomena then, these uh, basic definitions and presuppositions and procedures, uh, aren't they kind of self-evident? Don't all Christians at least agree on, uh, on how you do theology? Uh, it's self-evident that everybody has an implicit working prolegomenon, a, a way that they approach the task, a way that they function, a way that they think about the topic. Um, I, I think that's, that's a given. Uh, regrettably, perhaps, depending on your perspective, they're not at all obvious. And, and what's kind of fun, as one matures a little bit in theology, if you read someone, if somebody is explicit about his or her prolegomenon, uh, if somebody's explicit about that, you can pretty well, I don't want to say guess, but you can pretty well know what to expect and what they're going to say about other topics in Christian theology. Likewise, if, if I read what somebody says about a particular topic, be it the sacraments or scripture or, or what have you, chances are I can infer pr pretty well what the prolegomenon would be as well. So this is woven together with uh, really every question in theology. Absolutely, yeah. And, that, and that's one of the, the at least implicit theses of the book. How did you as a scholar 
become interested in these basic preliminary questions? Uh, probably since my college days, I took a theology concentration at Concordia Senior College, and these questions were sort of in the forefront of those classes. I was influenced heavily by that. Um, I matured as a student, perhaps regrettably, depending on your perspective, at a time when, when some of these questions were really controverted. And, and hence, we had to think, I had to think more about these kinds of questions beyond knowing appropriate or correct answers for an exam. And in, in the, the specific sense, uh, I really got involved with it when I wrote my dissertation here on, on the topic of theological prolegomena, and I explored different ways Roman, Lutheran, and Reformed theologians uh, addressed those, these tasks. Well, that's interesting, and so this is forged in the, uh, not just in a, in a library's cubicle somewhere uh, out of a, a purely intellectual interest, but also in the, in the crucible of, of struggles in the church and, and a need yeah. to really address these yeah. questions. I mean, obviously, I was, I was an immature young man at the time, so I, I was sort of an observer and then as a student trying to come to grips with these issues, yeah. Well, tell me what, uh, what a, a Lutheran theological prolegomena looks like. What are the main features of that? Sure. I'll, I might begin by saying that, that there's multiple ways to do this. Half a dozen different Lutheran, confessional Lutheran theologians could have done something like this, and, it, and it, it, they would have distinctive themes, but they could approach the task differently. But any Lutheran theological prolegomena, in, in my judgment, will define the theological task with reference to the gospel, what that gospel is, how we understand that gospel, and how that gospel is to play out in the life of the church, the, the, the community, and even the academy. Uh, so that gospel connection, theology is exposition of the gospel, that's a prevailing theme that I think you'll find in pretty much any prolegomenon written from a Lutheran perspective. Would that be different from uh, how other theological traditions would approach the preliminary task, the prolegomena task? Uh, in some respects, yes. No, nobody is going to deny yeah, that, that theology is exposition of the gospel, but it's how that gospel gets expressed and how that gospel plays itself out in all the other topics where you are going to see a difference. The, the other questions in prolegomena that are, that are going to be uh, controverted a bit would be sources of authority, how those, how those sources of authority are read or understood, uh, uh, what the primary audience is going to be for, for theological activity, uh, whether it's ecclesiocentric or whether it's more academically oriented, but those are, those are some of the differences. So it sounds like you've got something of a, a road map for the study of theology. I, I would, would hope so, yeah, at least in terms of this is how I approach the task, and I think it's a workable way for, for Lutheran students to follow. It's not the only way, but it's a way that I've found helpful. Others have found a bit helpful, and, and I, I think it's faithful to the sources. It, is exposition of the gospel, 
and it, it's attentive to the classical Lutheran theological tradition. So uh, who will profit from, from a book like this? Uh, who, do you, who did you write it for? Um, I wrote it beyond the question of historically how the, the manuscript arose. Yeah. Uh, I wrote it for students who were struggling with some of the same questions perhaps that I was some decades ago and trying to pull some things together that, that took a long time for me to assimilate and, and to think through. And yet, I think you've uh, addressed this in a, with a depth and, and, uh, and breadth of understanding of theology that it's not just a beginner's book. Uh, yeah. It's not just for people who don't know anything about theology and are taking Theology 101. Sounds like this is something that, that pastors and theologians can come back to. I would hope so, yeah. I would hope so. We, we don't, again, one of your earlier questions, sometimes theological prolegomena is taken for granted, or we, we, you know, we all, there are areas where we all do certain things without thinking through exactly what it is we're about when we do them. And hopefully this will help some folks perhaps be a little bit more intentional and, and a little bit more explicit uh, about how they approach the task. Would this also be a helpful book for, for people from outside the Lutheran tradition? Um, for, say, for students in, in other theological seminaries, Presbyterians or Roman Catholics, if they wanted to get a, uh, an understanding of how Lutherans approach the task? I would, I'd like to think so, yeah. And, and it's also, um, um, as you know, it's, it's not in any way I mean, it's resolutely Lutheran, and it's confessionally Lutheran, and it's classically Christian, but it's not a polemical piece at all. So, so I, I do interact with sources from outside the Lutheran tradition, and uh, I try to do that sympathetically and learn what I can from them. Uh, yeah, I think it, it would be useful and appealing to, I'd like to think, to folks outside the tradition. You made an interesting point. This is not especially a polemical uh, book. It's not a polemical approach right. to the to the topic. Yeah. Um, that being said, are theological prolegomena things that that we do get into fights and arguments about uh, in in the church, either in our own church body or in the wider church? Yeah. The the simple answer is yes. Um, uh, Give me an example of that. One of the obvious one one example would be what, just the topics that are going to be considered in a theological prolegomena. Uh, that would be uh, one instance. Do you do you develop a full blown epistemology when you're doing prolegomena? This this little effort here really doesn't do that. It asserts one. It says this is, but it but it doesn't develop that in a full blown way. Uh, one area and, and Lutherans will disagree about that among themselves. Sure. Um, uh, whether that's necessary in a prolegomenon. Uh, one where your Christians of other traditions are going to disagree will be with what other factors play into theology and how do they play in. Things like, most obviously, tradition, uh, uh, reason, uh, culture, uh, and if you do a full-blown prolegomenon that would, would be much longer and more extensive than this, in, in the 21st century you'd have to deal with the uh, natural, behavioral, social sciences as well. So that would be an area. The, 
these other what you might call contributing factors. Uh, how do they? That, that's going to be an issue of some controversy. And if, but in one way or another, this book would be an invitation to those conversations, not the not the full discussion of those things. Right. Yeah. The the that particular topic is taken up in four or five pages. Yeah. Very good. First things first, a primer in Lutheran theological prolegomena from our guest David Lump. Congratulations, David. The book's available now from the Concordia Seminary Press and at the address uh, online at the bottom of your screen. Thank you, David, for joining us today. Appreciate the opportunity to visit a little bit, and I look forward to uh, getting lots of reactions to your book. Thank you, Will. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you.